0: Hello everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. My name is Colton Kriska and I'm your host. And I'm Jimmy Begley, your other host. And today we are going to be talking about a much discussed topic in today's business world. We're going to be talking about cryptocurrency.
1: Yes, crypto, future or fantasy. Say cryptocurrency. Yeah, so is it? Go ahead.
0: Is it really the future of of money, or is it just a wild fantasy that investors are trying to make something out of nothing?
1: So, what exactly is cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency is a form of payment that can be exchanged online for goods and services. Uh, those they're similar to like casino chips or arcade tokens, and you, you exchange them. You exchange real money to receive the cryptocurrency of your choosing. Holden, why don't you name a few cryptos?
0: Yeah, so obviously the one that everyone's heard about is Bitcoin. Uh, You've also got Litecoin, Ethereum, Ripple, and even something called Dogecoin. Has everyone seen the meme of the the funny looking dog? (laughs) Yeah, someone made a cryptocurrency out of that and it's called Dogecoin and it is actually a very popular cryptocurrency. But the main one is called Bitcoin and there's really 2,200 different publicly traded cryptocurrencies and Each coin is a number from a long, complex algorithmic equation uh, that was mined using Bitcoin mining software, which is uh, a different type of software that people used to just be able to do on their computers, uh, but now it has gotten so complex that you need to buy special equipment to turn your computer into a Bitcoin mining computer.
1: Yeah, a lot of crypto is going in a lot of different directions. One of those are companies are seeing them as they can create their own type of currency, whether that be for like loyalty programs for customers that they can build up to purchase those products from the company. Um, Other, even sports stars have made their own, you know, cryptocurrencies for fans. Some of them are kind of useless and then you just get, you know, free stuff from them other things have also you know countries have even made their own cryptocurrencies. Venezuela has turned their own currency into a cryptocurrency and we you've seen how well that went as the inflation of the Venezuelan Jimmy,
0: not to interrupt. Jimmy, not to interrupt. Do you know what the status on Facebook's Libra Libra project, the Libra bit, the Libra cryptocurrency? Uh, how is that going? Yeah, so basically
1: Facebook, although you know they're already in every aspect of your life. they wanted to get into another uh, basically your money, you know your actual currency now. They wanted to create Libra, which is basically their own cryptocurrency. Uh, it would be a lot more mainstream than Bitcoin because it would be allowed to integrate with your Facebook and everybody knows how large Facebook is. Anyways, it took a lot of slack because people already realized how many bad things were going on with Facebook with information leaks, such as the Cambridge Analytica. So Congress got a hold of it and kind of put a stop on it. Recently, uh, the main backers, the main financial backers for Libra, recently didn't like where it was headed. So they've even pulled out the main chief... uh, designer i guess of libra said it's still they're still going to work to continue to make it the cryptocurrency for facebook but it just seems like it's hit a lot of roadblocks and will be paused for now
0: yeah so so basically for those of you wondering how Uh, bitcoin and how these cryptocurrencies work how it works is it uses a blockchain so a blockchain is a decentralized technology spread across many computers that manages and records transactions now blockchain is not isolated to just cryptocurrencies I remember seeing a commercial that like um, a lot of different like hospitals are starting to use blockchain to, to better maintain their recording records throughout the hospital uh, just to give you an idea of how that works so basically it's a system of connected computers that acts as a ledger system so every time a transaction occurs using Bitcoin that information is dispersed to all of the computers that are in the blockchain and so this basically makes an official ledger of everything that's happening to it and um, To compare, on April 2nd, uh, 1792, the U.S. dollar was created. Well, why is the U.S. dollar valuable? We talked about this in a prior episode. The states agreed to use the dollar. At that time, it was gold-backed, obviously, but all the states had to agree. See, the blockchain is the states agreeing on the value of Bitcoin. Um, So that's kind of how that works, is that the blockchain helps give value to cryptocurrencies.
1: So why is it so popular? Currently, the currency of the it's considered the currency of the future and people are racing to buy them, preferably or presumably before they increase in value. Recently, John McAfee, the creator of McAfee Security, came out saying that Bitcoin will be worth a million dollars by December 2020. I don't think either of us really might think that's true, but you know, we'll see, we're not really we don't follow crypto as a lot of more than other investors do. Cryptocurrency also removes central banks from managing the money supply. So a lot of people see that as a way to keep uh, corruption out of it, as you can think corrupt bankers might have personal interests tied to banking. A lot of people are very uh, you know, conscious or very you know, what would what would you say people's attitudes towards the Fed are, Colton? They're, you know, they really don't like them. They think that they're, you know, people think that, you know, you've got like, what's the big bank that everybody says is is
0: owned owns half the world. Um. You know what I'm talking about? Well, it was the Rothschilds. Yeah, that's that's what it is. The Rothschilds and the Rockefellers of the world. Those, um, you know. Illuminati figures in the... (laughs) The Illuminati members in the financial world. You Um, laugh,
1: but I guess that is part of the reason why people like crypto, is that there is no... No,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree that that Bitcoin isn't under the control of any one government entity um, that may be susceptible to those types of... um, It also helps... To those types of influences.
1: as, As those governments, you know, if you could say... For example, if the United States government, you know, fell or um, hit a rough time, then the value of the dollar would presumably fall as well, while as there is yes. no country that can fall causing crypto to fall.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so it is, it's not backed by anything, but that almost makes it good because it's not susceptible to those influences. And so, I mean, let's talk a little bit about Bitcoin specifically here. I think Bitcoin, you know, like I said, is the one that everyone's heard about. So there is actually 21 million Bitcoins in the world. Um, that is the most that there is. That, that's the set number. They're not going to make any more. Uh, and so it's, it's all about mining to get to those 21 million. And, and so it's pretty close to that.
1: There are approximately three to four million bitcoins that are lost or disposed through disposed computers, hard drives, forgotten passwords. Uh, A lot of these, you know, all these cryptos are you know held up in different accounts. Sometimes they're even able to put them in like offsite, external, basically passwords or external waffle wallets. But uh, yeah, there are such things as
0: cryptocurrency wallets.
1: Yeah, they're just not very... They're You know, people lose flash drives in their own wallets. I lose my wallet probably once every other month. Um, but this was all created by Satoshi Nakamoto, who's actually never been seen and confirmed. They're, the actual Satoshi Nakamoto actually has came out and denied that he made it. Um, but there's no... It's just only speculation who actually made it. And... In total, in the past five years, Bitcoin has increased by about two thousand percent. Recently it's it's actually you know lost value in the last two last month it's lost two thousand uh, dollars. It's priced to around seven thousand nine hundred dollars right now, but it's a very volatile coin. Colin, why don't you give some more pros around?
0: Yeah, so obviously this is a very highly debated. Um, subject uh some of the greatest financial minds in the last 50 years have uh came out against bitcoin uh the most famous being warren buffett warren buffett is a huge advocate against cryptocurrency um and actually i don't think it happened yet due to some personal issues but one of the creators of a very popular uh, bitcoin i believe it was litecoin maybe uh paid for a dinner with Warren Buffett to sit down. Um, But some of the pros of it is that it, a lot of these are built from the bottom up uh, with security and privacy in mind. Obviously, Bitcoin is a private private transaction. So when those things go to the ledger, the blockchain ledger, uh, it doesn't actually give any information as to who's using it, uh, which gives you some privacy. Uh, it's a very legal system, and if it is claimed correctly for tax purposes, it opens up another avenue for transactions, especially because it's not regulated by a market. It's like, you know, it's like Forex, um, where it's traded, you know, almost year-round because it's a currency, it's not a stock. Uh, there's also lower transaction costs compared to digital payment methods like PayPal and Venmo, Um As we've already touched on, cryptocurrency is decentralized, meaning it can't be deflated or inflated due to choices of the central government. Um, And that's really another huge thing is, like I said, Bitcoin has 21 million bitcoins. Um, That's it. That's the number. There is no such thing as inflation because they're printing more Bitcoins like the U.S. government does with the U.S. dollar. So cryptocurrency isn't inflationary. Um, so I, while it is a very volatile market, meaning it bounces around a lot, it's not going to suffer from inflation.
1: Um, you, some some other people, to touch on the privacy of Bitcoin, um, you people have recently come out that it's being seen as a dark web coin that people are able to buy, uh, weapons and ammunitions, drugs. Um, it's been used for trafficking. Um, so a lot of people see that this is where the government does need to step in. I personally don't think they really can really step in much other than, you know, the taxing of, you know, the trading of it, but really it's, it does have its privacy is a big reason why people buy it. And it does have its, pros and cons. Um, Some other cons are, uh, it's also prone to, not corruption, but uh, embezzlement. And you see people who manage the coins for other people, you've seen them lose millions of dollars out of their account through hacking. People, you know, just like anything online anymore, people can hack different, they can't hack the ledger itself, but they can hack where the coins are stored. And release them into their own wallets, basically. Colin, why don't you name off some other cons?
0: Um, well, yeah, some other cons of crypto is that it that it's only accepted by certain vendors. Um, I can't name any offhand. Can you name some vendors that it that have said they're going to start accepting Bitcoin? Um, not the biggest ones. I almost think <clears throat> Tesla. I almost think Tesla said they're gonna start, but that I could be absolutely wrong on that. Um, um, obviously, one, it's very limited. You can't walk into Starbucks, pull out your virtual wallet, and pay for your six dollar coffee with a with a Bitcoin. You know, <laughs>
1: um, I know one. There's there was a there a company that specialized in basically Bitcoin training or trading. They would basically you'd pay the company, and they'd also take a fee. So basically. Any transaction you were buying increased in value. Uh, so the, the example that I saw was Pizza Hut or Domino's. I forget which one. Somebody went to go buy a pizza, but they literally had to buy it at like 6 in the morning. They put in the order for their pizza. They sent the Bitcoins to this person. And at the time, the the pizza was a $5 pizza. And they charged a 100% basically commission. So it basically came out to a $10 pizza and it wasn't ready till 9 9 p.m that night just because it took that long for the coins to travel through the system reach to the ledger and then for the company to actually send someone out or you know go online to order that pizza so it's really slow still um there are a lot of companies are moving online so uh, i can't name any companies but i know that that's where it's always accepted there's no such thing as walking to the store like colton said and giving you know your bitcoins over um, but who knows we'll we'll see where the future goes um, I know some other big cons of it are currently uh, if something goes wrong with the transaction or the coin is lost there's no way to cut, recover it and there's no FDIC you could say in the investing or selling and buying of bitcoin so if you if you lose money out on it it's your own loss um, and like I said, you know, people find their things to buy illegal things to go around the law, and that they can't really be traced because they're the only, the ledger will only record their algorithmic user equation, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, so you can look at that from two ways. I mean, looking at it that way, the coin you trade for a legal thing today. Can be used for awfully legal, illegal things tomorrow. Um, you know, if you use Bitcoin uh, to buy your Starbucks coffee one day, and then someone might turn that Bitcoin around and use it on the black market. But you gotta think that that the money that you're receiving and the money that you physically touch on a daily basis, you don't know where that's been. You know, um, it, it could have been used in you know, as as part of an illegal prostitution ring or something sure. like that. So it's like the the, 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 the le- illegal use of the money um, is not really a, a big deal because, you know... It's not money new. It's ha- It's been out. happening for years, you know? Exactly. So uh, people do illegal things with American money and people are going to do illegal things with, with Bitcoin. So that really shouldn't... Um, deter you I and mean, shouldn't from... deter the
1: average user it just it, it it it's more valuable to the person committing the crime i guess
0: exactly i mean and as as long as you're not doing the awfully illegal thing was the bitcoin what you don't have anything to worry about you know yep well i mean i guess you do have to worry about the the price dropping when, when people find out that illegal actions are taken on. But, I mean...
1: I mean, and that's just for Bitcoin. You have to look at other coins, too, that maybe uh, the online brokerage that accepts the coin for payment might only accept Bitcoin, whereas, you know, there's tons of other coins that people may own and make those coins less valuable.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, uh, in, in, overall, in an overall sense, I mean, we were talking about this beforehand... Um, I just don't think that cryptocurrency is going to become a mainstream thing. I definitely see the benefits of it and I think it's awesome. I just don't see it being accepted as a as anything more than an investment strategy or an investment vehicle, you know, if that makes sense.
1: I guess the future will hold all the answers.
0: Yeah, exactly. But now, now everyone here, you have a very basic understanding of cryptocurrency. Uh, and to be honest, if you do want to go learn more, there is a great episode on Netflix uh, of the weekly series known as Explained. Uh, you would, I would recommend going to check that out if you want to go learn a little bit more about cryptocurrency. So that concludes this episode of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. We thank you for listening.
1: You can find us on Instagram at Colton and Jimmy Podcasting using underscores of spaces
0: and at Facebook at, <clears throat> Colton, at Colton and Jimmy Podcast. Please message us with suggestions for what you want to hear on the show. If you haven't already, go watch all of our episodes on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Have a good one. Legal disclaimer, all content included in this podcast and on our social media accounts is information of a general nature and does not constitute professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.
1: As a viewer, we advise you should conduct your own due diligence by consulting a financial advisor before making any final decisions.